What's up, Braves country? It is Tuesday night, April 13th, and this is the Braves Craze podcast. Thanks for tuning into the podcast this week. Uh, if you haven't already, please follow this podcast and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, give me a review if you can, and also give me a follow on Twitter at Dr. Braves. So the Braves have had a frustrating week again to start the week. Uh, a couple games with the Miami Marlins, and uh, we're not quite done the night at the time of recording, but it looks like the Braves are going to lose tonight's game as they're down 14-6 to in the ninth. Uh, and then some other things to talk about uh, with the last series of the weekend and some difficult things that went on uh, in those, those games as well. So uh, I want to talk about and get it out of the way, the, the home plate uh, play uh, where the Braves were robbed and then went to review and, and were further robbed uh, with this situation. So uh, we've long talked about instant replay and, and how bad it is in Major League Baseball. I think the Braves, and again, I'm biased. I'm a Braves fan. I watch the Braves pretty much on a daily basis. Uh, but, but the Braves have been bitten by the, the inept or, or problems with, with instant replay for quite some time now. And, and this probably was the culmination, the worst I've seen. Uh, you know, if you recall the play, uh, Adam, uh, not Adam Duvall, I'm sorry, Adam Duvall's in the brain from today. We'll talk about Adam Duvall in a little bit. Uh, Travis Darno blocked the plate with Alex Baum of the Phillies sliding in home uh, that, that, that was called safe, who was called safe, gave the Phillies a one-run lead, and they went on to win the game. Uh, replay, if you look at the naked eye, shows that, that Duvall blocked Baum off the plate. He never touched home plate. Uh, it goes to replay. They show the replay in, in uh, Truist Park. Uh, the, the Braves fans are pretty optimistic. The announcing crew, I believe it was a Sunday night ESPN game with A-Rod and some guys were also talking about this is going to be overturned. Uh, the Braves are going to get this this uh, this out here and the run won't count. Uh, there's a five-minute or so stoppage of play to review from New York. And lo and behold, instant replay fails again and, and upholds the call uh, that the runner was safe and the Phillies go on uh, an inning later to win the game. Uh, Brian Snicker comes out, lets the umpires have it. Uh, he, he probably should have gotten kicked out and didn't, uh, but Snicker was irate as pretty much the entire uh, Atlanta Braves country and fans at the game were mad. Uh, there was even some trash and debris on the field, which certainly is something you don't condone. Uh, but you understand why Braves fans are quite upset uh, with this replay, and in this case, uh, justifiably so. Uh, you know, I, I read a few tweets, saw a few things about this, and, and I maybe talking about someone who tweeted this. I, I don't recall who it was, but I will say that that I'm not too upset uh, with Alex Baum for sliding in and trying to score. He played hard. He's a good young player, by the way, for the Phillies. He's going to be really good, I think. Uh, he did his job trying to get there. Certainly, uh, Travis Darno did his job blocking the plate. You can't even be that upset with the, the umpire crew at the game that was watching it live. Uh, you know, depending on the angle, uh, it was hard to see where, where Baum's foot came in. Uh, it looked like he might be safe when you first see it in real time. Certainly an umpire who's kind of screened on the other side of the play where he was probably couldn't have seen the foot. So you get the fact he may have missed the call, which takes you to the reason we have instant replay, to get it right. You know, I, again, the runner's fine, what he did. The umpires on the field, you know, missed it, but you got to expect that occasionally. That's why we have replay. And what are these guys looking at at this point in time? Uh, you know, We've got technology to see every angle. Uh, I've heard people talking about. I heard Chip and uh, and Jeff the other night talking about can we can we maybe go in and and not tell the replay guys what the call in the field was. 
Can we talk about why they did it and give some explanation? And some of those things may help. But if we're not going to use replay for anything more than what we're doing, you may as well get rid of it. It's just ridiculous. Uh, you know, the cop out is or if, there's, if it's not 100% evidence, we can't overturn. Well, that was 100% evidence, folks. And honestly, if you're only going to overturn over 100% evidence, you can always probably claim there's never 100% evidence. And that's that's just an absolute cop out and a travesty for baseball. So MLB, you've made some mistakes recently. This is another one you got to fix. Get this right. Either fix replay or just let's go with the call in the field and, and, and go back the way it was, which I think is probably the wrong move. But if you can't make replay work, all you're doing is wasting our time. So I'm done with that now. Uh, also of note, uh, the next night there was a play overturned by the Braves and a steal for second base where Alex Jackson threw a, a seed to second, made a great throw. Uh, he was called safe on the field, and it was overturned. And I think he was out. It was a great throw by Jackson, but it was close. And if that was 100% evidence and the other night was not at the plate, then there's an issue there too. So I think it was a makeup call. Uh, it was the right call. But again, uh, replay is a disaster. So let, let's move on baseball. Let's figure it out, change it, and get something done. So as I said, enough of that. Let's move on to some real baseball stuff now. Talk about some things on the field. Uh, tonight, uh, Max Freed got drilled again. That's 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 a couple starts for Max where he's looked pretty bad. Didn't have his good stuff. Was throwing pretty hard tonight, but missing his spots a lot. I believe he gave up six or seven earned in the game. Uh, so I'm a little worried about Max at this point in time. The good news is his velocity is fine, I think. So it's, it's more of location and, and command at this point in time. Uh, the rotation itself hasn't been great so far. Uh, uh, with the exception of Charlie Morton and Waskari Noah, who we'll discuss again in a second, uh, Drew Smiley, Max Reed, and Ian Anderson have been, you know, not great. Uh, Ian's been okay, uh, made some bad pitches, but but you know, Freed is is not good right now. Uh, Smiley's been been struggling a little bit. Uh, Charlie Morton has been at, as advertised. He's pitched a couple of great games so far. Uh, you know, looks really good. Uh, and then Waskari Noah, who got a spot start and then another start. You know, I was critical of Wasker making this team in my podcast about the roster to make the team for this this season. I've never been critical about Wasker's talent. I, I think he's a stud. And I think he'll be a fixture in this rotation. I actually said a few weeks back that he's a guy I could see in the bullpen, you know, playing a different role of maybe a, a cadre reliever type thing where he pitches two or three innings at a time and maybe finishes games. Uh, but right now, Wasker's going to be that fifth starter, and he is – his stuff is lights out. He's throwing in the high 90s from time to time with a nasty slider. So uh, this guy is for real. And I wonder, you know, when, when Mike Soroka's back, what you do with Waskari and Noah. And the way the rotation is now, my guess is he'll still have a spot there somewhere. But I could also see Wasker, you know, playing into that bullpen role to help us out there at some point in time. So really thrilled for Inoa. Uh Young kid we got from the Twins in a trade, and, and he is just absolutely blossoming at this point in time to a very good pitcher and maybe even a star uh, going forth in this in, in this team in this game. So uh, I mentioned the bullpen. It's a mess. Well, let's go back to Soroka a second. Mike Soroka, uh, the reports are he's had a setback with his arm and he shut down a few weeks. So his, his start date that was going to be mid to late April probably will not be that now. So it looks like uh, Noah will get another start, maybe even two. Uh, based on Soroka being being down a little bit, we hope Mike gets well. Uh, he's a he's a mainstay for this rotation long term, and uh, we need him back quickly. But get well, Mike. But I am excited to see Wasker Noah with a couple more starts out there. 
So I mentioned the bullpen. I, I kind of gave it away. Bullpen's a mess. Uh, I just kind of say yuck at the bullpen right now. Uh, the one guy in the bullpen that I've been thrilled with is Sean Newcomb. Uh, Sean Newcomb has pitched really well. He is letting it fly, throwing high 90s out of the pen, got a save of the night in the, in the, the, the doubleheader. Uh, you know, you kind of wonder why did Sean get moved out of the bullpen because he pitched good there a couple years ago, and, and now he looks like he's for real. So kudos to Sean Newcomb. Uh, really excited for him. On the flip side, some guys are struggling. You know, Will Smith has got to say maybe even two, but he looks like he is really not right still. Uh, he had a great game to start with, and then he's up and down, throwing a lot of sliders. The velocity is, is you know, low to maybe 94 or so, in the low, low 90s to 94, but uh, he's certainly not locking anybody down. Some concern there. Uh, Nate Jones doesn't look good at all. You know, you kind of wonder, uh, will he be on this team too much longer if he can't pitch better than he has? Uh, hasn't looked good. Grant Dayton uh, was mopping up tonight. Has not pitched that well. Uh, you know, so so we're we're really in a spot in the pen where things are not going that great. Tyler Matzik's been pretty good actually, so I didn't I didn't call Tyler out tonight. Uh, tonight uh, <clears throat> we, we got some uh, Josh Tomlin in the game, and you know he was in a spot where the Braves were down. Didn't look great as well. So you know I, I look to see some moves in that pen coming soon. Jacob Webb is back up now because Chris Martin's hurt, and Chris Martin's one of our best guys, if not our best guy out there. So uh, Jacob Webb was pitching some mop-up tonight as well, got hit a little bit. So we'll see what happens there. Some guys have kind of been uh, taxed. We've had to use a lot of pitchers in the bullpen, and you know, I wouldn't be shocked to see some moves recently or upcoming in the pen. You know, you got to wonder, I believe I read that Carl Edwards Jr., who, who opted out for the Braves, came back and, and went to their camp. He might be a guy we could get up there if he is back with the camp at this point in time. Uh, maybe you see one of the starters, Kyle Wright, uh, coming back up, possibly to pitch out of the pen. Uh, maybe even Bryce Wilson. Uh, you know, Tuki Toussaint's a guy you could give a look again. So I wonder if tomorrow after this Tuesday night uh, game where we look bad, we maybe see a couple of these guys coming back to give us some relief and give another guy a try, honestly, because it's not been pretty so far in, in the pen. You also wonder uh, if the Braves don't make a move at some point in time and try to bring uh, bring some guys back in. You know, Luke Jackson hadn't pitched a lot. Uh, Luke Jackson is Luke Jackson. He's kind of a, a three-ring circus sometimes out there, but the stuff is there for sure. Um, so, you know, we'll see what the Braves do. But uh, the bullpen has not been what it needs to be so far in the last couple of games except for the let us down. I wanted to mention a trade. Uh an odd trade. The Braves acquired Orlando Arcia, a shortstop infielder in his mid-20s or so, I think 26 from the Brewers, in exchange for Chad Sabatka and Patrick Weigel. So you understand why Sabatka is dealt. I mean, he's a guy with a lot of upside that just hasn't pitched well for the Braves. Uh, Weigel is a guy that I've always liked a lot. He was a starter in the minors, big arm, had a Tommy John surgery. Uh, he's a little older now for a prospect like 26 or so. I could see him fitting in the bullpen with his arm and coming in and, and airing it out, throwing mid to high 90s and helping. So and he was a guy I hoped you'd see in Atlanta some this year. But uh, apparently Patrick Weigel and Sabaka, they kind of moved on from. Not really sure what Orlando Arcia and the plans are there. This is a guy that was starting for the Brewers for a while. Uh, I could see him coming in and being our backup utility infielder guy to help the bench out. Uh, that kind of makes you wonder what they think about Camargo or even uh, – even some more guys on this team, and if those guys won't be here long-term. So, Arcia, I can't see him starting for the team unless he slots in at third base some. 
but he is a guy that can play and is a pretty good infielder uh, with a decent bat. So, you know, odd move. Uh, I think the value for the Braves is there, but I'm not sure where he fits in. I'm not sure what Snicker and the group are thinking about getting Arcia uh, with this team. He's still in the training camp alternate site now, I think, as well. So uh, we'll see how that works. Uh, Tonight, uh, another thing of concern is uh, Christian Pache left the game with what seemed to be a hamstring issue, they said. Uh, Ender came in and played. Ender started to, uh, last night. You know, guys, we, we need an outfielder. I'm sorry. I, I got to say this. I mean, I love Christian Pache as a prospect, but he was batting like right around 100, if even that. He has three hits this year, I think, before tonight. Uh, and Ender, you all know I don't believe Ender belongs on this team, on this roster. He, he can't hit. Uh, if we go into this season with, with Ender and Pache, and if Pache doesn't progress, and I hope he does, but if he doesn't, we're going to really be struggling in that center field spot for offense. And right now our team, other than Ronald Acuna and Freddie, and we'll discuss Acuna in a second, uh, the team isn't hitting. So we've got to have some more production for center field. And, and right now I don't believe Pache is ready with the bat. He's obviously the best defensive outfielder in the organization, but the bat's not there. I don't think Ender's a major league hitter anymore. And those are our only two options. That's not good. Consequently, uh, you all know Adam Duvall was my boy. Love Adam Duvall. Love what he went through for the Braves for two years. Love the way he persevered. Love what he did last year. Adam Duvall torched the Braves Monday and Tuesday night, tonight and last night, for the Marlins. Uh, he had two home runs tonight, I believe, six batted in. I would really like to have Adam Duvall back right now playing uh, play left field. I'm sorry, playing right field, move move uh, on to center. And I think our team is a very different, and Adam Duvall bats in that five, six, seven spot for us and makes us a more potent offense and, and a very good defensive player too. Now, granted, I don't really want to move Ronald out of right field. He seems comfortable. He, he, he's hitting. He looks great. But I really talked about the Duvall thing and how that, that price we didn't pay for him would have been money well spent. And I think I go back to that saying now we need to do that. So we, we needed Duvall. Uh, you know, he's, he's a Marlin now, and I'm sure they're glad to have him. So, But good for Adam Duvall. Much as I want to beat the Marlins, and, and I don't want Duvall to beat us, uh, you kind of kind of think karma is a little bit there, and, and he got us the last couple games, so good for him. Uh, I hope he does well, so long as it's not against Atlanta going forward. Uh, you know, if, if Pache goes to the DL or the IL, I wonder who's coming up. Uh, you know, we haven't got a lot of guys ready in the minor leagues to play outfield. Uh, Philip Urban was a guy we had in spring camp and spring training, and I believe went to the alternate site, so maybe he comes up and plays uh, outfield. Uh, but, you know, I, I surely hope Ender is not going to be playing center full-time for us if Pache happens to be out. So I uh, want to talk about Acuna a second. Uh, Ronald Acuna is killing it, if you haven't noticed. Uh, leading the league in hitting, four home runs, running the base pass, stealing, Came in in great shape, looks energized, uh, down some pounds, as I said. Uh, Ron Lacuna is poised to be the best player in the National League and win the MVP this year the way he's going. I'm thrilled to watch him play. He's so fun. I'll tell you my favorite Ron Lacuna play this year that I've seen. Well, there may be two now, but one for sure. And, and it's very kind of incognito one. But the other night, Ron Lacuna hit a ground ball to shortstop against the Phillies with D.D. DeGroyas. Hard ball. I think the exit below was high. It was a hard runner. Didi filled it properly, and Ron just beat it going out to first base, busting it down that line. Ron Lacuna in the past was not really doing that. So when I see Ron Lacuna figuring these things out and becoming this hedgy, smart, hustling player, 
I'll tell you this, the league better look out because Ron Lacuna, if he plays with his head on and, and learns and grows as a player, he's unstoppable. The sky's the limit. Uh, you know, Ron Lacuna is, is the most talented guy, I would say, probably in baseball at this point in time. And I'm a biased Braves fan. I know that. But but this guy, I, I think he gets 40-40 this year uh, for sure. I think he might still close to the 50 this year. But but I think he's going to have the 40-40 without an injury going on. And, and he is just an incredible guy to watch. He just needs some help. And Freddie Freeman's helping. We got some help from Marcel tonight, uh, from Ozzy a little bit tonight. But but not consistently. We've got to hit a little better as a team. But but Ron Lacuna has done his job and 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 even plenty more of that. Uh, I want to touch on the lineup a second. Is 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 Snit? Well, let me go back. I mentioned the other Ron Lacuna play that was probably one of the things that was cool uh, last night. Ron Lacuna scored from second base. I'm sorry, scored from third base on a tag up sack fly to second base. So uh, as you recall, if you saw that, he he tripled and got to third base, and then Ozzy popped it up to second. Uh, the second baseman turned his back to the infield, got out in the grass, uh, got his momentum going the wrong way. Ronald tagged and scored easily from from third, hustling down the line with that great speed. Uh, Ronald's speed is so underrated, man. He can fly. He's so fast, uh, you know, and, and he's out there hustling now and, and hitting the ball the way he is. So, again, couldn't be more thrilled with Ronald uh, and the way he's playing right now. I want to mention the lineup again, as I, as I started to say a second ago. Uh, Snitker rearranged tonight a little bit. Move Freddie into the two-hole behind Ronald. Uh, move Marcel up to three and, and Adorno back in the four slot. So you had Acuna, Freddie two, uh, Ozuna, Darno catching. And then I think he went Dansby, Ozzy. I'm sorry, Ozzy, Dansby, Ozzy five, Dansby six, Riley seven, uh, Pache in the pitcher. So, you know, I, I, I struggle with these lineups. And, and I tend to think I don't love this one, although I think this may be better than what they had. I really think Snickers locked in on Acuna leading off. And, and, you know, on one sense, I completely agree. You want your two or three best players batting at the top of the order because they may get more bats in a game. So if Ronald is batting in the four hole and you've got Ozzy leading off, Ozzy's probably going to get five at bats some games where Ronald gets four. And you certainly want Ronald getting that extra at bat as much as he can. I get that. The way the lineup constructed now, though, with the bottom of the order being so – bad right now. I'll just say bad. And the bottom of the order has been being, you know, Dansby six, Riley seven, Pache, Ender eight, pitcher nine. There's no DH now. So I think that that top of the order thing is more of a problem. Not only does Ronald lead off the game, he's kind of like a leadoff guy because nobody's on base with the bottom of that order the rest of the time as well. I think you got to move Ronald down a little bit. And I would say the two hole, which gets him more at bat. So uh, I like, again, I've said before, I like, and you got to get them hitting, but Ozzy or Dansby in that one hole, Ronald two, Freddie three, Ozuna four would be what I'd love to see happen. That lets Ronald and some of these extra base hits he's getting drive in more runs. He's still getting all those extra bats at the top of the order, still scoring the runs I think he scored now. But Ronald batting in that one hole, he leads off the first inning, and then he's basically behind the pitcher and behind Pache, who's not hitting at all, and, and there's just nobody for Ronald to drive in. So I think that's a big problem, that bottom of that order, if it were really hitting more uh, and had a DH down there, it might work better with Ronald leading off. But so to speak, as we go now, uh, the RBI chances for Ronald are just not there. And, and I think we've got to work on that somehow. And either that's getting our guys hitting, which you got to have anyway, but I still love Ronald in the two-hole with Freddie protecting him in that three spot. And I think would be the way I need to see this lineup to really get it to the point where it needs to be. 
Snits at the night, he doesn't want to move Ronald out of the one. He's been there and done that. I know that messed Ronald up a few years ago. But Ronald was going down to the four slot that time. I think Ronald at the two doesn't do the kind of damage the four slot did to move him down and keep those at-bats away. So, uh, anyway, my, my two cents on that. We'll see what plays out. I doubt that happens, but I certainly think it should. Uh, last thing I want to discuss tonight is the four-man bench. Uh, Sandoval has been great. Kung Fu Panda, a couple of big home runs. He's hitting the ball. I got to say, I was wrong about the guy. His bat is still a weapon off that bench. He can he can swing it. Uh, he can't run. I don't know if you can play him in the field a lot, maybe first base some, but he sure can hit the ball. And I think it was a, as a pinch hitter, maybe a DH in, in American League games, and when we go there on, on interleague, he's a guy you want. So I, I love that. Love him there now. Uh, I've already talked about Ender. You know, I don't see what the point is. The backup catcher, you, you really can't use him very much. You know, and then you got Adrianza, who has hit everything so far, but I, I kind of am afraid he started tonight. He may be one of those guys that's best with some spot plays and some pinch hits and some defense here and there. So I just don't like the four-man bench. There's not enough players there. We're, we're seeing when we get in extra innings or, or, or games where you pinch hit and have your pitcher come out early uh, like tonight. Max Freed hit for himself, and then they took him out the next inning. And, and Max did get the double, but Max Freed is the only pitcher we have that really can hit. So I think the four-man bench is just something that's not going to work. I think we got to do something different there. Uh, again, I love Camargo. I want him back up. Uh, Philip Irvin or some other guys in the outfield may need to come up at this point in time. Orlando Arcia uh, is a guy we got to think about getting up if he's a guy we traded for. I wonder if he may can play some outfield in a pinch or maybe get him out there. So I think he may have played outfield a little bit, but he's mainly a shortstop, second baseman, third baseman by trade. So I just look for Brian to have to really change that four-man bench to five at some point. If you had the DH, wouldn't be as big of a deal. But we got to have pinch hitters. We're pinch hitting tonight. We could have used really three pinch hitters in the game. And, you know, you just get, get down so much that you can't uh, afford to use your last couple of guys like that, especially when your catcher is one of your guys. So, uh, anyway, th that's the show for today. Uh, the Braves are four and seven now. If we did, I haven't seen the score. If we did lose tonight, we're four and seven. Uh, not a good start for the Braves. Uh, we got to figure some things out. We got to hit, got to get our bullpen worked out, uh, fix some bench issues. I think we'll be fine. Uh, but, you know, this is not a good start and we've got to get going. So, uh, hopefully, the rest of the weeks with, with Miami tomorrow, we get this going again with Charlie Morton. Uh, he's been great, so that can turn this around, and then we'll see the latter part of the week what happens with this team. But it's time to pick it up, uh, keep Ronald hot, get some more guys to help out. Have a great week, guys. Enjoy the Braves games, and let's go Braves. Hello, and thanks for listening to the Braves Craze Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And be sure to follow the Braves Doctor on Twitter at Dr. Braves.